The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Happy Cam Franklin Day on this August 19th, 2023. It has happened. Cam Franklin, the number one player in the state, recruit in the state for the 2024 recruiting class, has committed to Ole Miss. Maybe started the week with Auburn in the lead, but now the week concludes and the commitment ceremony has come and gone in Cam Franklin. The four-star defensive lineman should be five-star. We'll get into that in a minute is now an Ole Miss Rebel. Welcome into Talk of Champions, a live reaction, instant reaction, instant analysis edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry, both right for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate of on three. It's happened, Zach. How you doing? I'm doing great. Look, Kelvin Bolden and that staff spoke it into existence. Sip made, sip stayed. What a phenomenal job by the staff to hold serve throughout the last couple of years. I mean, it shifted. I, I wrote about it in my, in my piece. It was Tennessee. It was Miami. Alabama had a cup of coffee. Then it was Auburn. Then it was back to Tennessee. Then it was back to Miami. Then it was all Auburn. Ole Miss was right there the entire time. You talked with him extensively, talked with the people around him. You talked with his head coach. We've talked with sources, but you've gotten to, speak to the man himself and it seemed like pete golding kelvin bolden randall joiner lane kiffin they were all just a constant line of communication inside the state of mississippi and just couldn't just couldn't stray too far from home we're going to hear from nick nestor the head coach at lake Comerant, hear from cam franklin because friday night as zach alluded to i went over to lake Comerant on my birthday night i spent it with David Johnson um, on the field of a jamboree between Hernando and Lake Comerant, a genuinely just good kid. And same with Nick Nestor, everybody over there at Lake Comerant. It was just an incredible experience, a lot of fun. And uh, we caught up with with Nick after the game was over, head coach of Lake Comerant, talking about how Ole Miss emerged today as the winner for Cam Franklin, the number one player in the state. He's getting a, a great person, first of all. He was, he was very humble, he was very private, but at the same time, he's very hungry to be better. And um, as good as he is now, I think he's just scratching the surface. I think he's going to be a, an elite three-down player who can convert power into speed, mm-hmm. or, and vice versa, speed into power when he needs to. And uh, I think it's going to allow them to, to have a strong presence on the edge, but if they need to move him inside the mismatch or whatever they want to do, they're going to get that day one from him. You've had as good a seat as anybody in this recruitment, mm-hmm. being his head coach. Yep. What's it been like? I mean, the visits and all that, circus. And the frenzy. I was, I would say this. It, it was very great early because mm-hmm. he got to go a lot of places and taking a lot of information. Over the last probably three or four weeks, you know, once he kind of really, mm-hmm. kind of started really narrowing it down and stuff like that, it's really taken off and. Uh, 
you know, I thought he's handled it really well. And the thing that was crazy is, you know, I felt that he had three schools right there that any any day could have been any of those mm-hmm. three. And, it, and it's just kind of one of those things that's been hectic. But he's kept a great head on his shoulders about it. And he's really processed the information because you know, it's a lot coming at him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's done a really good job of it, and uh, yeah, I'm sure when y'all spoke with him, you can tell what type of kid and person he is. He he don't get excited about a whole lot, but you know, <laughs> he, he's, he don't say a whole lot, but he listens, and, man, he can give it right back to you. So he's had to take a lot of information, but he's done a good job processing all of it. So he's choosing to stay in the state of Mississippi. Do you think that had a draw on him at the end in terms of uh, – Does that matter to kids? I think it does. I think it matters to him because, you know – when we talked about the other the day, and it was like, hey, I can run out there and, and I can I can put on for my home state, and you know the people in the stands either you know they know me, and they know mm-hmm. those things, and I get to I'm representing them, not just a kid on a team from another state that's a great player, you know, but he's doing it in front of his people, right. and, it's, and it's easy access for his family, and I feel like they get you know be a part of it, and there's nothing better and being able to walk off that field and see his people at the end of the game. So I think, you know, that's what kind of trumped it at the end is, you know, having access to mom and grandma right there at the end. And I felt like, you know, he wants to do big things for Mississippi. Well, you you mentioned that, like, for the last, you know, three, four weeks, it's just Mm -hmm. been the worst it's been as far as, like, the attention and stuff. Mm Um, for him, like this week had to be crazy. Then, like with the Ole Miss, on like yeah. all the online attention, then Auburn right. too. I mean, how did, how have y'all dealt with yeah. it? And like, hey, you know, you just know? talking, just based off the factors. You know, one day it was Miami, and then you know, for the most part, it's been Auburn, and then uh, you know, Ole Miss. It was just kind of like processing all the information, and then it, it finally got to the thing: why not this school? Yeah. Why not this school? Because yeah. all of them give you a great reason to go. You yeah. know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know. Why not this place? Or, you know, and that's the thing he was looking like. We're doing a lot. And I think it kind of got to that point. It's like, okay. And I think, you know, honestly, when Tennessee wasn't out there anymore, that kind of really opened it up for everybody else. Cause it, I, yeah, because I mean, Tennessee was hot. You know, they were the first ones on yeah. And for three years, you know, he was up there. But I, I, could, I thought that's where, you know, just based off – you know, his interaction with Coach Hypo and Coach mm-hmm. Garner up there, I thought that's what that's what it was gonna be. What, what do you think what do you think Ole Miss did? I'm not talking about NIO, but what mm-hmm. do you think Ole Miss did at the end to convince him? I, I tell you exactly what they did. He talked to current and former players and you know, on both sides of it. You know, guys that have been through that program, of course under different head coaches mm-hmm. and then talked about what the old Miss brand would do for him after he got done playing football. And then you have the guys, Perkins, you got Aiden Wyndon, Williams, and he talked to them and what it's like and, you know, everything that the coaches are saying, are they following through with it, what, what you've seen on your end, because you, y'all both have been in the same position I have mm-hmm. yeah. coming out of high school. And, you know, you've done that. And then the, the thing I think that's really helped Ole Miss the most is Pete had a great relationship with, with Cam when he was at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when he's getting over here, getting Coach Golden at Ole Miss, and then that relationship just kind of thrived. And, I, you know, I think in the spring when he showed up, you know, I just looked over. Pete was at practice, and he came in there and told me and Cam, I'm taking over your recruitment right now. You know, it's pretty much this <laughs> wow. is what we're going to yeah. do. And I think that had a, an impact on it. Um, you know, without getting into numbers, they're – you know, that, that last group, they're all same. They're all same. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think he, they came down to feeling being comfortable. 
There's a number of reasons why you want to pick up Cam Franklin. He's obviously a good football player. But also, Ole Miss can now say, in back-to-back years, the best players in the state come to Ole Miss, and now the best players, defensive players in the state, come play at Ole Miss for Pete Golding. And that was a targeted approach, and now it's paid off. Ole Miss hasn't been able to say that in a long time. It's always been known for the offensive guys, the the wide receivers. Um, they've recruited well at running back. Um, it's never been the the interior, the front seven. Um, you know, a lot of guys have gone out of state. Nicobe Dean goes to Georgia. Um, tons of opportunities to cash in with big time recruits inside the state of Mississippi, and now you've got Cam Franklin. You've got Cam Beavers, you've got Jeffrey Rush, you've got William Eccles. Um, I mean, just a phenomenal job by, by Pete Golding, Randall Joyner, Kelvin Bolden, that entire yep. staff. It, it's it's remarkable. Um, I was talking with a with a national scout um, Friday night, and I, I he raved about the the defensive line class, and this was before Cam Franklin um, said that loves cam beavers jeffrey rush um says that that he thinks that they're not rated high enough um and then you've got william eccles is a guy that the staff is is really really high on and they think that he's he's a a really underrated guy that they have swooped in and and gotten before everybody else could figure him out um but yeah i mean you you talk about franklin you saw him live uh, the thing that one word that I hear a lot about him when talking to national scouts and analysts is, is hustle. Um, you know, you don't hear that a lot with guys that are always going to be the biggest guy on the field. They're always going to be the most talented. They're going to dominate with just sheer talent. But, um, but yeah, I mean, backside pursuit, um, constantly trying to create havoc. Um, I mean, set the sacks record as a junior was all state defensive player of the year in five a um, Lake Comrade steps up to six a this year. That's going to be uh very fun to watch and, and see him compete at the next classification up. But yeah, I mean, I think with him, it's uh you mentioned the motor and you've got the frame there. I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, he's definitely probably put on 10, 15 good pounds. Um, the length has always been there. He's got long arms. He plays basketball. Um, but yeah, just disrupts passing lanes and it's just a, just a hustle guy. I mean, it's, it's cliche. It's, it, it's a, you know, it's a can thing to say about football players and, but defensive linemen in particular, when the, when the ball goes away from them, that's a lot of things. I, I hear that a lot with scouts and, and national guys is w- w- what's, what's their demeanor. What's their body language when the play goes away from them? Are they trying to get there to beat everyone else? Are they taking a play off? You know, that kind of thing. Um, Cam Franklin doesn't do that. Uh, he is a relentless um, big time motor. And uh, I, I mean, just a huge piece of this 24 class now for Lane Kiffin and company. It was Tennessee for a while. It was Auburn for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the final three he told me were Ole Miss, Auburn, and Miami. Tennessee was the school in June. And you heard Nick Nestor talking about it. I mean, Tennessee, that was the team. And that shows kind of how this was very much a roller coaster recruitment. But having spent that time, that real time, because it's so impersonal, this job now, 
I've covered so many recruitments where I didn't meet the kid until he showed up at Ole Miss. So it, to meet him, one thing became crystal clear. Man, he gives a shit. There was one one of his teammates, I'm not going to call him out, but one of his teammates, he reacted poorly to something. And it was kind of a little bit of a sideline stir for a second. And Cam's the one over there kind of like diffusing the situation, getting the team. Cam's the one that's, yeah, he's hurt right now and he's banged up. He's not. He could sit out. My hamstring's a little tight, which it was on Friday night. But he just stretched it out and then, then went and got back out there. And I thought that said something because this is a jamboree that means nothing. He has nothing to prove to anyone. And he was out there. He's engaged. He's. I do think that the local pressure, I think he felt it. This week was tough over there at Lake Cormoran. If you've ever been here to Lake Cormoran, I hadn't until last night. You literally drive on like back country roads, just fields and fields, corn roads, just nothing. And then it opens up to a football field. You would never expect that's where the best player in Mississippi plays. And yet, by the end of the night, it makes complete sense. How they've handled this and how Cam has handled it says just as much as anything else. Again, this job can be so impersonal these days. So to finally like kind of go back to old traditional things and just go, hey, go show up at the kids' game and talk to them. He knew we were coming, you know, me and David. Mm. But – um, and then be able to see him interact, see him be a football player, see him be a kid. He cares. You can Yeah. Tell. Well, I was going to say, you, you make the point like, you know, they're all, you know, numbers on a page, names on a checklist or a spreadsheet, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, there's still people. But yep. I mean, he was nervous. I mean, it's a humongous decision. Tons of pressure. We talk about it all the time. Like, it's oh, hard he was- for these kids to tell coaches no. He was nervous last night when me and David walked up to him. He, he was excited, too, because, I mean, he he told us. He was like, yeah, come. Like, I want to talk to you all. Sure, but um, also, dude, imagine what his existence has been like for the last year. He saw all the stuff online. Mm. Oh, he saw all of it. Right? One, one oh, of the yeah. first things he asked us, he said, all right, which one of y'all put in that prediction? And I was like, oh, that was me, man. It's like, yeah, that said uh, he's probably picking Auburn on Saturday. Like, yeah, that was me. That was me. We had a good laugh about it. Kelvin had a good laugh about it, too. Oh, liked about the column? Yeah, yeah. He, he, what yeah, did he, he say? Just a little tongue-in-cheek, like, hey, don't don't count us out, baby. Oh, yeah. He was really feeling Auburn. He really was. He was going to Auburn on Monday. I mean, his head coach, you heard from him. Let's hear from Cam Franklin. Um, great kid, and here he is. Why Ole Miss? So he, he's just home, like, you know, I'm from here. So, you know, it just, it just means a lot more than anything. Like, he plays for home state and stuff like that. Uh, just the relationships with, uh, you know, Pete Golden, uh, Randall Joyner, Kevin Bowden. Uh, it's just, you know, like, still like that with those guys and just, you know, playing for home State would be nice. How much, uh, how much did Randall Joyner play? I mean, kids seem to love him. His passion about the game, like, you can just feel his passion with the game. Like, he's, like, really like a, like a, like a, like a teacher of the game. Like, he mm-hmm. breaks everything down. He's a great coach. Did the Mississippi pull, being the number one prospect in the state, mm-hmm. you know, staying in state, was that important? Uh, like, like I said, it's nice to, to represent home. the state. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to represent your own, your home state. You know, it's, it's just good, like stuff like that. Like it means a lot when you're putting on for your state. So, you know. what about the fact of proximity to Oxford? Obviously, it's going to be easier on your family to come see you play and come see you when they want to. Yeah. Did that play a part at all? 
Yeah, it did, but like like I said, like it, it's good when going with my family down the road and I can like, you know, go home like anytime like I, I can and you know, just check on my folks and like, you know, just not miss out on a whole bunch of stuff. Are you done? Are you still gonna like? I mean, it, you got you got a while, bro, till yeah, November, yeah, right? Like, but you got season to play too. Yeah, so. I'm saying, like, I'm, wherever I go, I'm a thousand percent committed. Like, something happened at the end, it happened at the end. But it, I'm, I'm not looking to flip or anything. Okay, yeah. I want to ask you this: for the longest there, it seemed like Tennessee had a grasp on the recruitment. Yeah, that's what tough. happened? Uh, just really just the just the, the process, like just kind of like just drifted away. Uh, you know, like much love to Coach Heifel, Coach Rodney Garner, like great coach, great program. They're gonna be on the rise. They're gonna be, they're gonna be good for the next couple of years. Yeah. But you know, it's just stuff happened. Like it's just like just stuff happened. Like, did, well, the, did Miami surge in? At, at, you know, at the end. What'd you like about Miami? You I'm curious Miami myself. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah like, you went to Miami. Really, bro. really the people, like yeah, just the people, like everything. Like like I said, like they still in it. It's just a distance thing. It's a distant thing for me. They don't, like I sure, said, after this, yeah. after this, I'm going to talk to my mom and grandma about it. So, like, they ain't just completely out Sure. Of it. What is Ole Miss said as far as, like, playing early and where they want you and how, what they're recruiting you to? I mean, is yeah. Golding said, hey, we like you, like, Edge, a t- yeah. three-tech. What are they saying they're to saying you? They're saying defensive end. Like, well, my body sucks. So I, can, yeah. like, I can play anything. Right. But, like, you know what I'm saying? They see, they see me playing defensive end, you know, and just rushing the passer. They said that's what they like about my game. How crazy has the contact been between <laughs> all the schools recruiting you? Yeah, and all the media people hitting you up. It's been crazy. Like, like, my phone, like, I had to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So, like, it, my phone been crazy the last mm-hmm. weeks. Ever since I put down my, put down my commitment day, like, my phone just been buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. So. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now what? What's next? I'll say this. You talk about how hectic it's been for him. He did his due diligence. He took all his visits. He gave everybody a fair shake. He did it right. Because I think it was always going to be Ole Miss. He wanted to see what everyone else had to say, what everyone else was offering, what everyone else, you know, what are you going to do to separate yourself, to to differentiate yourself from Lane Kiffin, from Pete Golding? Because, look, I know that's been a narrative that's been out there for the last couple years about how Lane Kiffin doesn't recruit. He recruits the one-on-one recruiting visits with Cam Franklin, where he would come to Oxford. He was the only one in town. Yes. And, and you're doing sit downs with Pete Golding. You're watching film. You're doing sit downs with Lane Kiffin in the big office. But this is the you're- first time with any of these commitments, any of these recruits, we've been saying there's been a Pete Golding effect in recruiting. This is oh, the yeah. first tangible proof of it. I mean, Cam Franklin was his kid. I think the first big wave you had Cam Beavers came out of nowhere. But Cam Beavers, I'd heard, oh, don't worry about him. You're going to hear some state stuff. He's going to end up at Ole Miss anyway. Cam Franklin, they lost the momentum on him. Now, they were always right there. They were number two or number three from the start of his recruitment to the end. But Tennessee was the first school on him. And now we get to commitment day, and they're not in the final three. Recruiting is fluid. Recruiting can change. How you end up on the winning end sometimes goes back to very simple things like Pete Golding, 
if we're really being honest and analyzing how Cam Franklin ended up an Ole Miss Rebel today on August 19th, it's because of Pete Golding. This is one to hang because Cam yeah. Franklin wasn't coming to Ole Miss to start this week, and now he is, and it's not just about the NIL money. I mean, Nick Nestor straight up told, he said, guys, all that was about the same at the end of it. It's all pretty much the same. That's when so it gets how, back to old yeah. school recruiting. Which is what Walker Jones said they always try to do in these situations. Be competitive enough that it isn't about the money no more. It just reverts back to traditional recruiting stuff. And that's exactly what happened here, I think. Proximity to home. And, He's a, he, he loves his mom and his grandma, and they're right up the road. Mm-hmm. But Pete Golding. Pete Golding kicked ass, and that's why Cam Franklin's an Ole Miss Rebel today. Now, I don't know if he's an edge or a defensive tackle. I think he'll probably start at edge, and he could grow into a defensive tackle. I think he's going to follow the Robert Kimdichi track. The frame is big enough to hold more weight. Oh, yes. I put it in my column. My comp right now, if he stays where he's at and they just add some good weight and, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, all that. Um, a former Pete Golding disciple, a, a pupil. I think he could be Marcus Davenport. Yeah. Da- Davenport plays about 6'6", 265 for the Saints. He was a that's a great one, yeah. freak at UTSA when he played under Pete Golding there. That's how he conference. became a first-rounder, because it's just yeah. a freak athleticism as a defensive lineman. And while Cam does have some stuff he's got to work on, raw athletic tools? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know if there's any oh. defensive line prospect in the country that has more raw athletic tools to work with. This and was, that's why Pete Golding wanted him so bad. Yeah, this is like half Christmas for Pete Golding and Randall oh, yeah. Joyner. Like, brand new toy. Because he's not a polished player yet. He's going to be a rotational guy to start probably because he is, positionally at least right now, a tweener. We don't know what he is yet. But if you're telling me of all the prospects in Mississippi. So there's a reason why he's number one, because if you're going to bet on the athletic tools and a prospect paying off down the line just based off his tools and traits, he was the biggest one. They had to get him in the boat. And the fact that he that he's in the boat now, it changes our entire perception on things moving forward. Because now it feels like the conversation, it feels like it's back to where it was like in February or March. We are saying, oh, how good could it be? Yeah, I think the big thing here, as we wrap up is Lane Kiffin, you know, signs the extension, um, you know, when, you know, 2021, they win 10 games for the first time ever in program histories, a ton of buzz. Um, the portal, they, they're recruiting crazy in the portal the past two cycles. They get Pete Golding. There's a ton of buzz this year. A lot of hype around the offense and what Pete's going to do with the defense. But then it's like, Okay, if you're going to take the next step, you can't let Camarion Franklin leave. You can't let him get out outside the state of Mississippi. If you're going to take the next step as that program and get into that top tier of the SEC, you've got to win these recruiting battles. You can't let him go to Auburn, go to Tennessee, go to Miami. It's you, no more like, well, we'll get him in the portal next go around, or, you know, well, well, we'll try to flip him in a couple months. No, like this was big. Um, this was a big boy recruitment. This was heavy, heavy blows left and right for the past eight months. And Lane Kiffin, Randall Joyner, Pete Golding, Kelvin Bolden, everybody chipped in and 
like you said, traditional recruiting. I've I've had like five different staff members use that exact phrase. And you mentioned Walker Jones and, and the Grove Collective. We're going to get you, you know, we're going to lead the horse to the water, but like we need y'all to use that traditional recruiting to get them to drink. And I mean, just huge, huge win for the defensive staff and, and for Lane Kiffin and for Ole Miss because this is the type of cornerstone recruit for a defense that is in desperate need of some talent like that. You got Suntarian Perkins in 2023. Now you've got the number one player in the state again in Camarion Franklin. It's the biggest get of the recruiting cycle to date. And yep. quite frankly, whoever they get from here on out won't top it. This was the biggest domino. This is the one they needed to fall. And they got it done. Yeah. So, Ben, how'd you spend your 37th birthday? At a high school football jamboree between Hernando and Lake Comerant, watching Cam Franklin, the number one kid in the state, play a little bit and then talk about why he's committing Ole Miss. Hey, get some rest, buddy. All right, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.